Fantastic. Well, it's my privilege to welcome an amazing couple, Mike and Jeannie Knott. These guys are legends. They have pastored for many, many years. They carry, I, I believe, such an anointing for this nation. They have sown into the capital, into Wellington, into Parliament. They have prayed in Parliament. They have prayed over leaders. They have raised up leaders. And I'm not saying this to, to blow their trumpet, but we've got to understand that we're sitting under some amazing ministry this morning. And I want us to lean in. Really grab what they're carrying this morning because I believe that we are in a great season, an incredible season as a church, and we're going to see greater things than we've ever seen before. I believe that, Mike, you're bringing us a message this morning that uh, we need to take hold of and really grab it. So, why don't you welcome Mike and Jeannie? You can both come up and Jeannie, why don't you come and say hi as well? Yeah, come, come say a quick hi. Come on up, come on up. Wonderful. There you go. Why don't you give us a blessing? everyone just such a privilege to be here again just great to the super atmosphere i just love the music thank you but i bring greetings from the mothership from wellington elam international church in wellington we've been there since 1922 and we haven't been there all that long <laughs> but uh, it's just so so good to be here um thank you for the weather and Thank you for hosting us and your kindness. Thanks, Mike and Amy. We went round for tea on Friday and saw their gorgeous kids. Just love this couple. But um, uh, we're going back tomorrow. And guess what? Oh, we're going on the train. And Mike's so excited about going on the train. <laughs> Doing it for me. So <laughs> just turn to the one next to you and say, let me bless you. What can I do for you? Do you need $50? Here you go. Amen. <laughs> Bible says, he who obtains a wife obtains a good thing and favor from the Lord. So, yeah, this is my good thing. And uh, she brings a lot of favor to my life, that's for sure. Real privilege to be here. We've been part of your journey for a long time. We were actually at your launch uh, in the motel on the, uh, on the sort of the bypass road, the Hills Road around there. Um, yeah, with Dave and Vicky. Dave and Vicky uh, were in Malawi, and I went and uh, uh, saw them over there, spent some time with them. They came and lived out the back from us for a while in Wellington. And so we came up for the launch of your church, and we've been part of each of the, um, each of the pastors who've been part of this church. And I was just reflecting with Mike and saying, you know, each, each pastor who's come has brought a new, a new input, a new season into the life of the church. You are in a fantastic season right now. And I, I've always felt, you know, I used to come up here way back when and start from Carmo Alive and work my way around the circuit, you know, through Kaitaia, back through Dargaville and back and did some meetings at the Pines. Isn't this place there fantastic? So I've got a real heart up here in this place. And you guys are going to impact the north. Um, because what's going to happen here, you're going to be raising up lots of people, raising up teams uh, who will have incredible experience going out into the highways and the byways, perhaps some of the little churches that hardly get anybody to come and visit for them. 
I know when we were first, when we started in Pyro, uh, it was pretty hard to get anybody to come uh, when you've only got 30 or 40 people, you know. It's uh, pretty hard to get a guest ministry. Um, but I see some huge things happening out of here. So teams raised up going out, uh, Māori teams going out among, onto the Marae uh, throughout the north. Um, I believe that reaching the Māori people is a key to seeing our nation restored and revived, um, that they can find, again, their mana in Christ. Uh, so, yeah, exciting days ahead. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what God will do with you. Uh, but this morning, uh, I just want to talk to you about the fact that we're in such a changing world. Um, you know, the world, those of you who are in our age category can hardly believe uh, how much the world has changed Unfortunately, much of it is not particularly positive. Um, I wake up sometimes in the morning, I can't believe what people are believing in our world today. You know, social media has had such a huge impact on our world. It empowers the wrong people. And so we are seeing these things happening. You know, there's a pressure group that begins to promote Oh, we know we are sidelined, we are being ignored, etc. But eventually they demand their rights. And stuff is getting legislated in our nation that you would not believe that's so contrary to the Word of God. And so if you want to be part of a changing world, there are three things that you need before I start. I'm going to pray in a moment. But one of these, this is a Bible. Seriously, this is your source of truth. Um, we all know fake news, amen? There's no fake news in here. This is all liberating, empowering, life-changing uh, word in here. So uh, make this book your book of life, amen? Uh, the other important part of your life, of course, is Jesus. Um, we, we are so incredibly privileged to have the opportunity to do life with Jesus. And uh, he is wonderful. He's amazing. He's incredible. I've loved the way uh, Mike's been sharing with us about that this morning. Just felt inspired afresh. The wonder of our salvation and of doing life together with Jesus is just incredible. And he'll walk you through this stuff and guide you into the truth. The spirit we have is a spirit of truth. Amen. And the third thing is, come on, church. Come on, Jesus said, I'll build my church. And getting connected in small groups. Amen? Call them whatever you like. Small groups, life groups, connect groups, cell groups, whatever you want. But they're groups. Amen? Get in a group. Amen? I like the tree climbing group. That one looked pretty exciting. Uh, so if any of you are feeling up to the tree climbing group, that would be great. Father, we thank you this morning for your eternal word. It's so powerful. It's so wonderful. And we thank you. I declare this morning as we share together in your word that people will be healed, set free, bondages will be broken by the power of your Holy Spirit. Jesus, that you'll be glorified in this place today. We open up our hearts to you. We thank you this word is, in the end, it's all about you. Help us to find you in your word today. May your blessing flow across this congregation, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, I was... Um, we're going to look at some, a portion of scripture from Ephesians. Can I recommend to you this week that you read Ephesians? 
it's, it's one of my favorite books. It's incredible. You know, it, it has three sort of stages. The first part, Paul so magnificently tells us the incredible stuff that Jesus has done for us. Get that into your heart. Get that into your spirit. Get that into your mind. You'll realize, man, is this who I am now because of Jesus? It's incredible in how he's connected us into his body. Amazing stuff. And the next part, he tells us how we can do life. How to do life, not on your own, but with him. When you're walking with Jesus, this is how you can do life no matter what's going on around you. And finally, the last chapter, I love that. We're not going there today, but you can go and have a look at it for yourself. And we have this fantastic, glorious bride. It's how we win in life. Amen? This beautiful bride with combat boots on. Amen? And it talks about the armor of God. I know, how many of you guys discovered that after the No, you better not put your hand up. Amen? After the wedding. Yes, the combat boots uh, are discovered normally later on. But today, I, I just want us to take this, um, these verses today and to read them together. Can we do that? Is it going to come up on the screen for me? Uh, we're going to Ephesians chapter 5, or if you've got really good eyes, oh, it's on the screen. I was trying to read the one on the, on the news sheet, but I thought, no, um, I hope it's on the screen. Amen. So here we go. Let's, uh, let's read together the word of God, shall we? Ephesians chapter 5 and verses 1 to 20. This is from the New Living Translation. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Are you reading with me? Oh, that's cool. I couldn't quite hear you. Okay. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's interesting where this is written. This is um, 
Paul's in jail in Rome, and he's writing the church in Ephesus. Now, when Paul went to Ephesus, Ephesus was a place where uh, they had a huge temple. It was like twice the size of the Parthenon in Greece. Huge temple to Diana or Artemis. That's what's the greatest uh, Diana of the Ephesians. So they're all worshipping these idols. There was... Um, there were magicians and people who were into dark crafts and all the stuff that was going on there. It was a pretty awful place when he went. And yet while he was there, while he was there, everybody, all the people heard the word of God. First thing that happened when he got there, he was asked people, uh, he met some disciples. He said, have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? Have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? So we never heard of such a thing. We've been baptized with John's baptism. And so he prayed for them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. At the same time, while Paul was there, incredible miracles happened, amazing miracles, such even that handkerchiefs and aprons. I I don't have an apron today, but uh, I sometimes put one on when I'm cooking. Amen. But uh, even these could be sent to people and they would be healed by them, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Just amazing things that God did. And then... He, these sons of Sceva came to try and die, um, deliver some people, who, a guy who was demon-oppressed. And they said, uh, by, in Jesus' name, who Paul, Paul knows, the, Paul, the one Paul preaches, we, we, we command you to leave. Well, what happened, of course, these guys came out stripped and naked and beaten. The demon said, Jesus we know, and we know about Paul, but who are you? That sort of made me think, wow, I, 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 hope, I hope the demons know about me, amen? <laughs> I hope they know about me because they've seen that I'm walking with Jesus and I have the power of the Holy Spirit and I'm walking in purity and holiness and so I have authority over all the darkness, every curse, everything that's out there, so we have no need to fear, amen? But please, if you're not right with God, don't mess, amen? Amen. And so the guys who were into the dark crafts came and burned all their scrolls. It was worth 50,000 drachma. Now, one drachma was worth about a day's wage. Amazing, amazing move of the Holy Spirit. And, of course, eventually Paul was pretty much uh, thrown out of the place. And I I thought, wow, Um, this... Quote from Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I think about the day that we're living in. It's the, it's the worst of times in one way, but in the other sense, it's the best of times because God has said these are the days when the church is going to experience the glory and the power of God like never before because the light shines brightest in the darkness. And Jesus is coming back for a church that is glorious, that is powerful. He's not coming to rescue us. He's coming to help us complete the victory over everything the devil's trying to do in our world today. So come on, you are living right now in the greatest day that there ever was for the church. That's why it's great when it says, wake up, O sleeper. Please, let's wake up together to the day that we are in, to the power that is available to us, to the sense of momentum that God is putting into our lives to be world changers, to be absolutely bringers of the light and the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ into our world. We are living in the greatest day. Can we please wake up to that and begin to step out in faith and believe God for miracles? Because he's wanting to do them through a people who will believe him. Amen? 
So how did all this happen? What's, what's going on with our world? You know, the people are saying this is okay, that's okay. We know it's not okay because we, we've read the book. Um, but it all began right at the beginning. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 3 to 5, God said, concerning the fruit on the tree, which he said, you know, don't eat that stuff. You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. The serpent said, you won't die. God knows your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Interesting, the word knowing is the word oida, or Yoda, Star Wars fans. To know is to, not just to know, but it's to have an opinion, it's to have a belief, and it's to make an announcement. Now, society is deciding what's good and evil. We are deciding for ourselves. How many people know we get that wrong? We get that wrong. When we begin to decide outside of what God has already said is right and true and noble, we are on the wrong track altogether. This is why these verses in Ephesians are so relevant. This is what Western society is doing today. So how should we respond? We're called to love and to live like Jesus. It's, it's just so clear. It said, those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. This is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Now, it's not being imitators, being imitators. Please, we need to understand we can't do anything for Jesus. But we can do a whole bunch of stuff with Jesus. Stop trying to do stuff for him. Start trying to do things with him. He wants to come with you to work. He wants to come with you onto the soccer field. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he wants to come with you wherever you go, whatever you're doing. He wants to come with you. He wants to empower you. He wants to be the one who will comfort you and strengthen you and absolutely show you what you need to do in any given situation. We can only, we can only live like Jesus when we do life with him. It, otherwise, you, you are being a religious person and you're going to drive yourself further away from Jesus than ever before. Now, Jesus did not come to create a religion. He came to be with us and to have a relationship with us and to walk with us through life. You see, when... When Jesus said, uh, when he was going to the Father, he said, I'll send another comforter. The word for another is not another as in heteros, as another of a different kind. He, would, he used the Greek word alos. Well, he didn't use Greek, but it's been translated into the Greek. Amen. The word alos, which means another exactly the same. So when the Holy Spirit is with you, it's the same as when Jesus is with you. You might have said, oh, it would have been so fantastic. If I could have actually walked with Jesus, man, I would do anything. Well, you can, because he is exactly the same. When the Holy Spirit comes, Jesus is with you. He is for you. He is going to do everything that he, he can to make his name glorious and fantastic and honored through you and around you, in your family, through your generations. Please, as we walk with Jesus, the generational promises become real. My Bible says at the end of Isaiah 59, it says, when the, the anointing that is upon me, 
And the word that is in my mouth will not only be in my mouth, but in the mouths of my children and my children's children and those who are far off. So if we walk in the anointing, as in if we walk through life with Jesus and we are speaking his word, we are going to be seeing our generations blessed in the name of Jesus. Please. Wherever your children are today, wherever your grandchildren are today, say, oh, they're not in church, bring them with you. Bring them with you in your heart. Even as the Old Testament priest went in with all the, 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 the jewels, the tribes on his, on his breastplate, on his epaulets, you know, he went in, he was taking the tribes with him into the presence of God. Those who are away from bring them with you. Bring them in your heart. Say, Lord, my family are with me right now. And just see them with you, standing there in the presence of God. Just keep trusting Jesus for their restoration. He will devise ways of restoring them to himself. Amen? So we need Jesus. To anybody here, Mike said right at the beginning, come on, today is a day when you can know Jesus, the reality, the wonder, the love, the power of walking with Jesus in your life, for a life that could be absolutely transformed and be so different from anything you could ever have believed. Come on, these are the most exciting days. Please, walking with Jesus is not boring. Religion is. Walking with Jesus is exciting. It's scary, but it's wonderful. Amen? And when we are ready to step out of our comfort zone, we begin to discover how incredible Jesus is. You know, if you stay comfortable, the, the Holy Spirit, the comfort has got nothing to do. He lives outside of your comfort zone. So come on, stop getting comfortable. Amen. Comfortable Christians should not be. Amen. He's the comforter because we need comforting because we're constantly living outside of our comforting comfort zone saying, Lord, what do you want me to do today? How shall I, how shall I step out today? What shall I do? I'm going to talk in a moment about being an opportunist. Now, come on, this weekend, uh, you know, I, I went to get my hair cut. Yeah, I mean, I went to Brothers Barbers. Now, while I was in there, there was a guy sitting. I was waiting for my turn. So I started to talk. I share my testimony. I got halfway through my testimony when my name was called. But that's all right. I went and sat You've got a hairdresser. Talk to them. So I shared my whole testimony and invited her to church with her two children, and I'm hoping she'll be here at the 1045 service. Amen? So let's believe for that. So I want to get to say even wonderful. And then last night we were out for dinner, and I saw four guys sitting on another table as we were coming out. said, hey, um, how's your food? You enjoying it? Yeah, it's a great food here, isn't it? Fantastic. said, yeah, yeah, it's good, eh? said, what are you doing tomorrow? I tell you the most exciting thing tomorrow right here in Whangarei. said, oh, what's that? What's that? said, 11.45 at the Elam Church, I'll be preaching. I said, if I'm boring, you're allowed to say, you're allowed to boo me and throw things at me, okay? If I'm boring you for a moment, you're allowed to do that, okay? And I uh, said, I'll see you tomorrow. So, well, I'm believing that they might be here as well, amen? Be an opportunist for Jesus. Uh, Proverbs 4 the way of holiness. Holiness is beautiful, by the way. Holiness is not boring. When you're free of sin, you are free. And all the creativity and the power that's in you begins to be released. Sin is the thing that binds you, not holiness. Jesus doesn't bind you up at all. He completely releases you. And uh, Proverbs 4, great verses here, guard your heart. Our motivations, why we do stuff is important to Jesus. Amen? We do it for him and for his glory. It determines the course of your life. Avoid perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Our lips. <laughs> Look, put a guard on my lips. How many people need help with that? 
only me? <laughs> and uh, look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Amen? Yeah? We, uh, our daughter had two friends. They were twins, uh, identical twins. Uh, one of them had met Jesus. That's how I knew them apart. I could see it in the eyes. And when Jesus is in there, that he, he just shines through. It, it's amazing. But guys, look, when, you, when you're driving down the road and you see a beautiful young lady on the side of the road, um, so sort of start admiring the architecture instead, amen? And don't look in the rearview mirror, amen? <laughs> like, we, 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 need, we need to be real. Lord, we need help. We need you to put you to help us fix our eyes on what's good and pure and lovely. See people as not, not objects for us, but objects for Jesus, people who need to know him, that our hearts will be filled with a desire to see them know him, amen? Well, these lips will declare his word and... We won't do any gossiping. We'll, we'll just won't listen to any of that stuff. Amen. We'll just speak good things uh, of the people around us and keep our heart close to Jesus. Amen. You're a fantastic church. Come on. This is such a cool church. It's amazing. Now, hey, the coffee's good as well. I'm looking forward to that afterwards. Amen. Now, this is an important part. The verse is, um, hmm. once you were full of darkness, but now you have light in the Lord. So live as people of light, for the light within you produces only what is good and right and true. That's the, from those Ephesians verses. But then 1 John 1, 7, and Mike just shared it so beautifully this morning. If we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. We don't, we don't need to keep pleading the blood all the time please we just need to keep walking in the light so stay out of the shadows amen don't 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 sort of push your luck don't mess around don't don't get in the shadows it's dangerous in the shadows stay in the light as we as we walk in the light we are just constantly being cleansed we're just, just, come on, walking with Jesus is not complicated. Please don't complicate it. It's very simple. Jesus reached the most simple people on the planet with his messages. And he didn't make it something that you had to have several degrees. I would bless God if you got several degrees. That's fantastic. You can make some money or whatever, you know. But you don't need several degrees to walk with Jesus. You just need a heart that's for him and a desire to please him, and it will all come together beautifully for you in an incredible way. So just walk with Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit works with that. You've got a conscience, yeah? <laughs> just just, just keep, keep, it, keep it happy. The Holy Spirit will show you how to do that, amen? And be an opportunist. As I was saying, my, my place back home is Havana Coffee. I go and get my coffee, and I, I talk to the people in the coffee roasting place. And, uh, yeah, I have a fantastic time. It's just really, really cool. Uh, I, some of them are Spanish, and God supernaturally gave me Spanish. So I can speak to them. They're from Chile and different places. And so I, I can talk to them, talk to them about Jesus, how you're going, and everything else. So just natural conversations bring Jesus into them. Don't be ashamed of talking about Jesus. Come on, he's amazing. 
He's amazing. Don't, don't be ashamed of saying, I'm a follower of Jesus. It's, it's a huge privilege, man. It's even better than being a follower of Liverpool, amen? <laughs> Liverpool will let you down sometimes, but Jesus never will, amen? <laughs> the hurricanes let you down a lot of the time, amen? They say, you know, uh, expect the unexpected. I just would rather they're a little more predictable, amen? And finally, the word of the Lord says, be filled. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, making music to the Lord in your hearts, and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Being filled with the Holy Spirit for me, when we first met Jesus in our home, um, our lives were completely overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit. That is so powerful. And I've never ever wanted to live any other way since. For me, the Holy Spirit is my precious friend. He, he allows me to do stuff I could never do by myself. You know, I've been to nations of the world. I've seen so many miracles and wonderful things, had so many adventures just walking with Jesus. I could never have drafted a life like that for myself. Even being here today for me is such a huge privilege, such a huge privilege. And I, I'm excited to be alive in this day. I, I hope I can still be alive when Jesus comes back. Because that's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. You know, I love extreme. I got saved through doing hang gliding, you know. Um, but what's it going to be like when Jesus comes back? It's going to be amazing. I, I want to be here. I want to be ready. Uh, I like adrenaline rush. That's going to be the ultimate adrenaline rush when Jesus comes back. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You won't decide whether to bow down. You'll, be, you'll melt down. Amen. And I'm going to come up with a new body. I'm going to be the rock or somebody like that. Amen. <laughs> you see the power and the presence and the wonder of the risen Savior. We, we can't handle that. Because we're going into eternity and this created stuff we're living in now, it just keeps getting old, unfortunately. We're going to step out of time and into eternity and it's going to be amazing. And we, we, we know why we're here. We know why we're here on the planet. There's so many people out there who don't. And this church is going to be a means of reaching so many people for Jesus. Let me tell you, you have only just begun. There's going to be an explosion of the supernatural power of God amongst you. Not always in here. Some of it out there with the people that you're walking amongst. When you become crazy enough and bold enough, to step out and pray for somebody who needs a miracle. You see what God can do? You see, he, God's not into professionals. He's not into titles. He's into people. Right. We're all able ministers of the New Testament. There's no priesthood anymore. We're all kings and priests. We all have authority. We have, all have the ability to walk into the presence of Jesus. And we're going to see amazing things happen. 
See, God wants to be glorified through people who know him and trust him and who are ready to walk in holiness with him, to live out of his word, to walk with him, and to be connected with the body. We're a body. We work together. We're not lone rangers. For me, you know, I just walk into a place like this and I'm immediately strengthened. I just wouldn't want to do this on my own. Each one of you right now, I just want to declare over you, this is the greatest day you're ever going to have. And I'm talking about the long day, not just today. You're entering into a new season of the presence and the power and the goodness of God. Sick are going to be healed. Bondage is going to be broken. Families are going to be completed. Loved ones are coming home. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Come on. They're coming home. They're coming home right now. God has angels that are assigned. The seed that is in them, the seed that you've sown into them, is an incorruptible seed. That seed is being watered. That seed is is beginning to grow as you declare and reach out to Jesus for them. They are coming. They are coming. They are coming right now. God is devising ways of bringing them home. They're on their way. Just keep declaring. Keep believing it. Don't, Don't let them go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They're coming. And this church is into multiplication. Amen multiplication of disciples and through that multiplication of all sorts of outreaches and groups from this place i declare the best is not yet to come the best is beginning today the best is beginning today from this day forward from this day forward you are stepping into a new future as a church this is your moment. This is your time. If we together will lay hold of the word of God today and step out, we are going to see the things that we've dreamed of, the things we've hoped for, the things that we've always thought church should be. That's how it's going to be. It's going to be the church that Jesus really gave his life for, a church that's vibrant and alive and dynamic and unafraid. Never ashamed. Don't ever be ashamed of the name of Jesus. Don't let rejection come to you. He is rejected for us. We are accepted in the beloved. Never hold back from stepping out and speaking to people for fear of rejection or shame. Come on. He's born those for us. Own, own with courage the name of Jesus wherever you go, and he will reward and honor you. You're going to begin to see things like never before. There's some people here today who need to say, Jesus, I want to begin that walk with you. Or Jesus, I've been sort of like, yeah, I, I know I'm saved, but I don't really feel like I'm doing life with you. And today I want to begin to do life with you. Today, I want to step out and start to experience the things that you've got for me and for my life. Come on, you're a people of destiny. You're a people of purpose. Each day, all our days are written in this book. He's got some awesome days lined up for each one of us. Come on, let's start lifting in our hearts faith and hope for the good things of God together. That we will see all the things that God has spoken of in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. This morning, can we just close our eyes from other? There's some people here this morning who need to respond and say yes to Jesus. Either you, you know, you, you've never really made a step of surrendering your life to Jesus, or you used to walk with Him, but you know that right now you're not quite, not quite there. Uh, and I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. 
So if that's you this morning, in a moment, I'm just going to ask you to slip up your hand and say, that's me. Would you, would you pray for me? That's me. That's me. That's me. Today, that could be the most wonderful step you could ever take. So right now, uh, right, right across this auditorium, could you please just, just slip up your hand. Let me see these hands over here. Others over in this section over here. Come on, there's somebody over here. I feel somebody over here should be putting their hand up right now. Can you do that for me? Thank you, Jesus. Through the center section here. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Others across this side here. We've seen one person already. Can you just raise your hands quickly, please? Yeah, God bless you. God bless you. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's all pray together with them right now just to make them comfortable. But those who've raised your hand, just, just please, uh, someone will connect with you afterwards and, and share with you. We want to get you started on your road really, really well. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father. Come on, all together. Heavenly Father. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the way he gave his life for me. And now I'm responding. Please forgive me for things I've done that are hurtful to you. Please come into my life. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' wonderful name. Everybody said, Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap offering this morning, shall we? As we sing, I want you to lift your faith before the Lord. Our final scripture is about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, fill me afresh today. I want to go out of this place empowered by your Holy Spirit. Let's lift our hands and our hearts before him as we sing together this morning. If you're needing healing this morning, uh, there's a team that will minister to you. Please, please feel free to come. We don't want anybody to go out of this place and think, oh, I hope somebody had prayed for me. Someone will pray for you if you come this morning. God bless you. Hmm? And for baptism in the Holy Spirit as well. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.